friends. Welcome back to the H&HR. We're so glad that you've decided to join us today. Maybe you are folding laundry. That's what I do, Heidi, when I listen to podcasts. Same. Or driving in your car or making dinner or just listening five minutes at a time when you can have five minutes of quiet. Mm -hmm. However you're listening, we're so glad that you're here with us. Um, I don't know if I said my name yet. I might have. My name is Heather Taves, (laughs) and this is my sister and my co-host, Heidi Bolt. Hi, welcome to the podcast. We're so happy you're here. If you're a new listener, we want to say welcome, and we want to just invite you into these conversations that we get to have. Sometimes Heather and I chat together, Mm -hmm. and sometimes we invite a guest, and today we have a fun guest. I know. Which I'm I'm excited about. I know. I'm so... This is... She has such a fun topic to talk about, too, that... Uh, men, if you're listening, don't check out because it's kind of girly, but I promise you there's something in it for you too. Absolutely. So, yes, we would like to welcome my new friend, Janice Yoder, to our podcast. Welcome, Janice. Hello. I am so happy to be here. So, Janice, you and I really just connected um, last week. Uh, <laughs> I mean, talked for the first time right. in depth. Yes. Um, but our sons have played baseball together they for have. a couple of years. They have. It was so fun because, I mean, I know Bennett. It's been yes. so fun. Titus talks about Bennett. Yes. And we talk about Bennett at uh-huh. home. But <laughs> I never knew you. I've never really talked with you. Or I know. I've seen you at baseball games. I know. So many times my introverted self has never taken the uh-huh. step to be like, hi, Isn't what's it? your name? But, okay, but let's me. be real. You have four kids. I do. So four kids means you don't really get a lot of time to really have conversations outside of your four kids probably this is true at a baseball Although, game my husband and I tend to do the divide and conquer thing yeah. with baseball games because we have three-year-old twins yeah 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 they're not really interested in all the baseball games yeah. right or it's like too close to bedtime and like with one kid you have like okay we'll push bedtime tonight when there's two mm-hmm. and then they have to go home to the same room and you're trying to put two overtired three-year-olds to bed Mm-mm. yeah no that's not just happening not fun. so we tend to kind of do the divide and conquer so yeah. sometimes my alone time is at a baseball game but I've found I've like kind of totally become the like baseball mom like Um, I love it uh and so like I kind of get in the zone sometimes yeah then you get the person that sits next to you and they just want to talk and you're like but I'm missing the game. I want to watch the game. I know. I'm here for the game. I know. It's so hard. <laughs> I had to laugh, too, because I saw on your Instagram uh, a few weeks ago, yeah. you had a picture of your son pitching. Yeah. And my son was the only other person in the background. Oh, funny. Like, but his back, and look. His yeah. back was turned towards. Yeah. So I don't even know that you would notice that it was him. Probably but, of not. course, as his mom, course, I knew you that. You knew it was And him. I was like, oh, that's so cute. Like, <laughs> yes. there's Titus and Bennett. There's Titus so, and Bennett. That was so Playing fun. Baseball. Oh. Well, um... I'm so glad that you're on here today for mm-hmm. a lot of reasons, um, but start off by telling um, all of our listeners about yourself and about your family and a little bit about who you are. Absolutely. So I'm Janice. <laughs> Hi. Um, and I am a proud wife. I seriously have like the most amazing husband ever. I tell people like seriously, we could have a throwdown of like, you know, best husband ever and I would win every time. I love like, it. He just, He's pretty awesome. He is so awesome. Um, so, yes. Yeah, so, that's my husband. We are celebrating our 15-year wedding anniversary this year. Congrats. So, that's fun. That's great. Um, and then we have four kids. So, we have Titus and Michaela. Titus is 11. Michaela is 9. And then we have our three-year-old twins, Luke and Abram. And they were, you know, are just, whoo, hello. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Surprise. We're having twins kind of thing. Rocked our world a bit. 
Um, but you know, it's so hard, but at the same time, it's so fun and you can't imagine life without them. So that's that. Twins run in your family? No. No. So total surprise. Yeah. It was really quite a shocker. Um, I mean, we've got like some random multiples out there, but not like where you could like draw like, okay, yes, you would be likely to have twins. No, it was a complete, like that first appointment was like. Oh no, it was not expected. Oh, wow. Yes. That's so fun. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. So are you do you feel like you've sort of settled into that now or is it still really hard? Yeah. Um every phase is a different kind of fun and a different kind of hard. Mm-hmm. So like the 3-year-old phase like, people talk about the Deep terrible breath. twos. I know, oh, right? Girl. But mm. I, threes are just, oh. no. Twos were so much easier than threes. I agree. So we're still we're still working on potty training, and that is just, oh, man. But it's kind of our last preemie thing, too. Like, we, mm. they were preemies. We okay. dealt with a lot of, we did physical therapies and speech therapies, and okay. we dealt with all of that. And this is kind of like our last preemie preemie thing that we're a little behind on okay but doctors are like it's okay because it's typical and da 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 all mm. you know all those things but also you're like oh potty training is already so bad but when there's two of them like it just yeah like oh no yeah I feel like it's the worst part of parenting do they get along well oh my gosh yes buddies total oh, buddies total buddies the new thing in our house though is that they're doing alone time oh <laughs> That's their new thing. Like, like they, they are always together. Like they are just, they're always together and they're such good buddies. But like there's some sickness going on in our house right now, just some colds and stuff. And so now that like even Abram walked out this morning and Luke was just wanting to be on him and love on him and stuff. And he walks over to me and he just says, mom, I need to go to your room for alone time. Oh, buddy. <laughs> and you're like, how can I say no to that? Like that's so Because you know he's heard you say that probably. <laughs> no, probably. <laughs> Probably, but yeah, that's their new thing is they ask for alone time and you're like, okay. Sure, you sure, can have it. Can Does have that mean I get to be alone yeah, for a little know, bit right? too? They tend Aww. to go in the closet. Like literally that's where their alone time is. We have this closet that has like stair steps uh, that's over the stairs. Mm. And then, so like the top level of it, we put pillows and stuff up there yeah. and they go hang out in the closet for their alone time. That is, you're like, meet with Jesus while you're in there, yeah, buddy. Yeah, right? Like Aww. that three-year-old yeah. heart. <laughs> totally. <laughs> singing in there they sing like the books of the bible oh i love it and jesus loves me and all these things i love it it just warms your heart so so (laughs) fun so fun lessons from a three-year-old alone time is important well one of the questions we have two questions that we ask every single guest that comes on here and some of these sometimes these are my favorite because Mm -hmm. i just i love people's individual answers Mm -hmm. so the first one is this what do you think about yourself or your life is ordinary totally so i'm going to tell you like this is probably the one piece of talking with you guys that I have been nervous about because like I saw those questions, spoiler alert. I knew that you were going to ask me these questions ahead of time. You sent them to me. And so I know what the next question is going to be. Uh And I had such a hard time with it because like, what about me is ordinary? Like, I feel like I could answer with everything and nothing. Mm. Like, I want to say both of those things. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've listened to a few of your podcasts, like, and I loved one of the more recent ones, maybe it was even the last one that was aired. She was talking about the fact that everything about her is extraordinary. Mm-hmm. And I loved that. But then I'm like, dude, I'm sitting over here like everything about me is ordinary. <laughs> like, I feel like I'm sitting on the opposite side of that. I'm like, I don't know. There's nothing about me that's that cool. So, oh, no. <laughs> like, I'm 
I'm a pretty ordinary gal. Um, but then I kind of sit and it's, it's kind of saying the same thing, but it's saying, I don't know, everything about me is ordinary and mm-hmm. yet nothing about me is ordinary. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a mom. I have four awesome kids. I'm a wife. I'm a pastor's wife. Yeah, I own a business. Um, but I don't even like, I actually own a couple of businesses. Anything that I can, that I have done or I could do, anybody could do. Mm-hmm. And I truly believe that. And I don't think that what I've done is more or better than what someone else has done. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, what is ordinary about me? Like, um, I have fingernails and skin <laughs> and teeth yeah. and yeah. like yeah. all of the things that everybody else has. Yeah. Yeah. I never really came up with an answer. That's that okay. Question. That's okay. I, you would be surprised how many people actually say that. Okay. You know, they just don't, can't put their finger on right. one thing. And I think sometimes we ask this question of, we tend to see our lives as ordinary Absolutely. and see that there's nothing. It really is such a good leading question to the next question, right. mm-hmm. which is, what about you is extraordinary? Sure. What about me is extraordinary? So I feel like this is one of those questions that I actually want to like go to my husband and be like, hey, honey, what about me is extraordinary? Why don't you go ahead and tell me? No pressure, babe. Yeah, yeah. totally. <laughs> um, so, and actually my husband and I went on a sabbatical week um, uh, in May. Mm. And around the table, we were supposed to talk about the other spouse. Like we were supposed to say like, introduce them tell us something about them that like we would never know kind oh, that's of thing. Really so cool. that that brought to mind actually this question and mm-hmm. and how he responded to me and I think actually kind of what he said nails it for me which is I have this ability I'm a I'm a visionary mm-hmm. um I'm definitely I'm I'm a pretty extreme visionary actually to the point of like I drive people crazy mm-hmm. <laughs> um and so but I have this ability to see something and just come up with a solution or a different way of thinking about it or just something that maybe you haven't thought of and just like create mm-hmm. in that way. Now I'm really horrible at following through on this on this <laughs> then I need the people in my life. I need yes. to surround myself with those people that help my visions come to life. Yes. But I have the ability to just see something and be like, oh my gosh we could do this or create that or what if we added this and and I kind of see it as like a problem solving thing too. Mm. I feel like I'm a I'm, I'm a pretty extraordinary problem solver in mm. the way of just seeing something and being able to look at a different angle or look mm. at things and just go, "Okay, we could try this instead." Mm. So, maybe that's what makes me extraordinary. I don't know. That's such a great answer. It is. I love that. And I love that you know that about yourself. Yeah. yeah. Because sometimes people don't can't articulate totally. what is extraordinary about them. And our world needs visionaries and needs yeah. problem solvers. And even if, you know, I think sometimes we get hung up on, because I'm also a visionary, yeah. and it's, I can get hung up on, I've got this great idea, but I don't know all of the steps to get there, Absolutely. so I'm just going to throw it in and throw the towel in and not do it totally. instead of going... Let's find people that know how to get there because mm-hmm. I've got the idea, mm-hmm. but let's let's not let our pride get in the way and let's ask for help. Oh yeah. my gosh. And isn't yes. that so important? Huge lesson to learn. Mm-hmm. Huge lesson to learn because you need, um, there's this great book, it's called Rocket Fuel and that's what it's about. Mm-hmm. The visionaries and the implementers is mm-hmm. what they call them. Mm-hmm. Like 
the visionary needs the implementers in right. their life because you can't. You mm-hmm. on your own, and I feel like I felt less than for a mm-hmm. long time because I had all these great ideas mm-hmm. and I would like not follow through. I wouldn't mm-hmm. complete projects or mm-hmm. yeah, I just wouldn't do anything because yeah. I like, I have this great idea, but I literally have no idea yeah. how to get to step one yeah. or what yeah. to do. I get overwhelmed yes. in the process. And so it just is going to hang out there in my uh-huh. great idea world. Yeah. Um, but if instead you surround yourself with the people that can take your great idea right. yeah. and you can systematize it and create mm-hmm. a process and all of that. And I used to mm-hmm. also beat myself up for, um, moving on to the next thing. Oh yeah. Like letting like building something sure. and seeing it come to life and seeing it sort of be birthed and grow up into a toddler and then going, okay, but I think I'm done here now yeah. because I've got this vision for this next yeah. thing. And I used to think that that was a negative. Mm-hmm. And yeah. like I was a quitter. Totally. I was giving up on something. Yes. And I've begun to realize over the last few years, it's actually my gift. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And that what I get to do is have the vision, create this thing, see it birth, see it become a toddler, it hand it off to someone yes. who actually has the yes. ability to run with it for yes. the long haul, yes. let it go, and then mm-hmm. go on to the next thing. Totally. And it's so freeing to recognize that's a gift Mm -hmm. and not a negative. And for a long time, I lived in negative land of, man, I'm just... I don't. I can't stay focused on one thing for for long enough. Amen. Totally. I was that like in my you know corporate world, if you want to call it that, job hopper. Like mm-hmm. you, I totally like job hopper. But it, mm-hmm. like that totally actually explains it. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, okay, I've got this. Like I've learned it all. Mm-hmm. I'm like you know done all these things. I'm ready for the next thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Like I love change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same. I love change. Mm-hmm. I'm not afraid of it. I love it. I embrace it. Mm-hmm. And so then yeah, it's like. Oh, what's next? Mm-hmm. I, what's next? Yeah. Well, and Heather, I think it's worth pointing out. So I'm someone that's done life very closely with you, right? And so I've had a you know a front row seat to these changes and these sure. these adventures. It's important to point out though that you don't ever jump ship. Like you are right. so Bail. good at yes. raising up leaders mm-hmm. and the right person, praying mm-hmm. the right person in, mm-hmm. training the right person. Sometimes, I mean, I remember one position that you and I held. We gave our leave notice, and then we stayed six months to raise up the right person. Right. And, you know, now I look back at it. It was a ministry. That particular ministry is still so healthy and running so well. I think because we didn't just bail. Right. We pulled the right people in on the conversation of what Mm -hmm. God was doing Mm -hmm. and then let it have time to build up those leaders. Yeah, and that's part of sort of combining your gifts because one of our other – one of what I feel both of us – but speaking for myself, is raising up leaders. And right. so it's that finding people and giving mm-hmm. them that, that lane to run in, too. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. that's really cool. So, Janice, um, yeah. we're going to talk about something that all girls yeah. love, this Absolutely. topic. Um, you started a business. I did. Fill us in. Yeah. So I own Adore Bridal and Specialty in Morton. Um, we are celebrating our seven-year birthday on September 2nd. Okay. Um, so it'll be seven years in September. However, I've actually been in the bridal industry for about 11 years. Okay. So I've, I've been around the block is what I say whenever it comes to wedding gowns and brides and brides moms <laughs> and all of that. So be honest, yeah. what's harder, brides or brides no, moms? brides moms. Okay. Totally hands down. <laughs> hands down. Don't even have to think about that. Don't even have to think about that. Um, Note to self. Yeah, it, don't be that bride yeah, mom. Don't be that bride mom, please. <laughs> Um, yeah, note to myself too. I totally do it all the time. I'm like, okay, things not to do with MJ whenever we hit that point in life. Um, but yeah, no. So 
I like I kind of don't even know where to begin with that. So I love the bridal industry. Like I just deeply fell in love with it whenever I started working on it completely, like took a job on a whim at David's Bridal 11 years ago. Um, Part-time job just kind of thought, hey, let's like give it a shot. Like let's you know, retail hours, but something that's more one-on-one, not like just working in the mall kind of thing. Um, Let's give it a shot and see what it's like. And I just deeply fell in love with the Mm. industry. Um, I loved working with the brides. I think like it's like a puzzle for me. So it's not just about like, what do you like or what do you look good in? It's really about like, who are you? Yeah. Like your wedding dress is not, I just, I'm a firm believer that your wedding dress is not just a dress that you wear once. Yeah. Like this is like the one thing, like the one set of pictures in my home that has lasted five years, right? Like go. every other picture in my house has been rotated as the kids grow up and everything. Yeah. yeah. But my wedding picture still hangs there 15 yeah. years Good later. Point. Yeah. Um, you know, I still look at my grandparents' wedding album and yeah. I still look at those things. So like what you wear on your wedding day is truly an extension of your personality. It's a thing that you get to have for years to come that shows who you were and who you are in that moment. Um, So that's what I believe about a wedding dress. Mm -hmm. As you know, you can say that's silly, whatever. I think it's awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So then for me, I get to take that and I get to say like, okay, who are you? Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah, what's your style? But who are you? What's important to you? Put it all together. And then it's really about connecting the dots, putting the puzzle pieces together, finding it. Um, You know, whenever we can create custom stuff or whenever we can do things and like really make it 100% uniquely to you. Oh, like love that. (laughs) But we really love getting to know our brides before they come in. Mm -hmm. Like, um, I've like coined this kind of process that we do and actually a lot of bridal stores around the country are starting to do it, but like getting to know you before you come in. Cause ultimately our goal is that we're going to actually like nail it. We're going to like pick your dress and we're going to nail it before you even come in and you're going to come in. I'm going to have it there. This actually just happened yesterday with one of our brides. We're going to, I'm going to have it there. I'm going to have it hanging just right there. And we're going to be like, I think this is it. And then that moment in that first dress and they put it on and they're like, Oh my gosh. And then, you know, sure. We'll try on more, but like, okay. So how do you do that? Tell us how, how do you get to know someone before they even come in? So we have this whole process. So if a bride books an appointment with us, they get an interview. They get this online interview for them to fill out. Wow. So we get to know them through this. We ask them questions about, you know, not just what they want in a dress, but like just things about their wedding or who they're bringing with them or their family dynamics or wow. what fears do you have about this process? Because huh. it's not. You're not just walking in and like, you know, you're not just at the mall or yeah, walking scary. to Target. Yeah. I mean, there's like a lot of emotion yeah. walking through our doors. Yeah. Um, so we work through that stuff. And then we actually usually have a phone conversation with a bride and mm. we like really wow. talk about style. And then we send pictures actually back and forth before mm. the appointment too to just kind of be like, okay, after talking, after putting this all together, this is the track I'm going down. Is this, mm. like, is this matching with what you're thinking? So mm. we go through that whole process before a bride even comes in. So then that allows us to have that dress just like, you know, I like That's so I think cool. this is going to be it. So much about the person. So, yeah, totally. it sounds yeah. to me that it's not just the bridal business, you're in the people business. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, it's all about relationships. Yeah. That's yeah. what it's about. Yeah. 
Yeah. I teach all of my girls that. Like, it's about relationships. It's yeah. not just about selling. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's about building relationships, connecting with people, getting to know them, to the core of who they are, what their dreams are, you know, yeah. all of that. Like, finding out, you know, that you're graduating from med school this year mm-hmm. or, you know, you're buying a house or whatever whatever your story is. It's yeah. finding that out and connecting with them. And don't way. you find that when they're in your store and you're sitting there and you're able to say something that relates to them, like you're able to ask about med school or you're able yeah. to ask about mm-hmm. intimate details that you know and then they just, they, they're like, oh, I'm special. Like, oh, you'll totally. notice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I mean, like, let's be honest. I, we're in a fitting room with women. Like, we're in a very intimate uh-huh. You made as well ask them a step women, on a scale. You yeah. know? Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. So, but also you're, like, you're in this very intimate, like, you got to break the ice real fast. That's right. You got to be like, okay, yes. you know, yeah. let's be real. Let's chat. Like, yeah. let's do life together because yes. I'm helping you in and out of dresses. Yeah. Like, so tell me about life, you know? Mm. Tell me about your wedding. Tell me about life. Mm. You know, tell me your story mm. is really what it comes down to. And so mm. you get this unique ability to get to know these brides that's so cool so when did you have that that moment of like I think I should start my own company sure so I worked in bridal for quite a few years and then I stepped out of it um and I was back working in corporate America I worked Mm -hmm. at SefQ and I loved it SefQ is a great place to work um but I would sit there in my little cubicle all day and I would look up bridal designers sorry sorry my boss if you're listening my old boss if you're listening (laughs) right now um but I would sit there and I would look at bridal designers and I would totally do the like you know oh someday whenever I'm back in bridal I want to be at a store that has this designer or does this or does Mm -hmm. that um and then I just had I literally had one of those what if moments well no Nowhere around here has that. What if I created it? Wow. I mean, that's really where it started mm. from. You just, I started with that what if moment. Um, I went away. I went to actually the Hearts at Home conference whenever mm. they were doing that in Bloomington. Mm-hmm. That year, I went down to the Hearts at Home conference because my husband and I had kind of started talking about this what if question. Mm-hmm. Um, and we decided to be best for me. I went ahead and plugged into that conference and I went, even though it was only in Bloomington, mm-hmm. I stayed in a hotel mm-hmm. by myself. I didn't go with a group of people and I took it as a retreat for myself to really mull over this, to mm-hmm. mull over this decision, this question. And I mean, God just laid it out. I mean, there are so many things in my life who we could go into the stories mm. of how I can look back and I connect mm. this and mm-hmm. this and this mm-hmm. and like clearly see how God laid it out. Mm-hmm. But even in this business, we made the decision in April that we wanted to move forward with possibly, even at that point, it was moving forward with possibly opening a bridal store. Um, and in our plan, that would have been April of 2011. And in our plan, our goal was to open January of 2013. Okay. January of 2013. Like it was like, that's realistic, but we were like, man, if we could really push, we would do like January 2012, but I'm sure that is not realistic at all. And I say that because that's actually bridal Christmas starts in January. So Mm. that's a busy season for me is January. So that's why it was January's. So it was like, you know, January 2013 is really what we're going to do. But man, if God really works, like maybe January 2012 could happen. Maybe in less than a year can happen. Well, we opened September of 2011. So we had this what if possible moment in April we opened our doors in September of that year. Wow. wow. Which was crazy. <laughs> crazy. Yeah. Just all of the things that came together to make that happen is just unbelievable. 
Wow. So tell us what it was like when those, when your doors opened, what did that feel like? I don't, I'm like, I don't know if I even remember because I feel like it was such a whirlwind, Mm -hmm. like such just, and it wasn't like I could even say that the doors opened and I was like, oh my gosh, this thing that I've always dreamed of is now happening. Mm -hmm. No, I only dreamed of this like four months before. (laughs) Yeah. 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 This was never my, like, I don't even like wearing dresses. Let's be honest. (laughs) Like I wasn't that girl that was like, always planned my wedding so this was all still so new for me in Mm. some ways which is why like I mean gosh it could only be God right right? um that I feel like even opening those doors I was still like trying to wrap my head around the fact that I was even doing this (laughs) like I can't even believe that I'm doing this and I feel like even the full weight of what I had done probably didn't even hit for like six months to a year later yeah, kind of thing. And actually that was whenever we were kind of in the depths of despair that actually the full weight of everything that we had the done. The honeymoon was over. Hit. Yeah. <laughs> um, of like, oh my gosh, we made this decision and oh my gosh, now this is what this decision actually means. Yeah. So, I mean, it was beautiful and it was wonderful and it was exciting. And mm-hmm. we had such an amazing response from the community and from the brides and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. But, oh, I don't know. It just was crazy town is really what it was. So what did it look like behind the scenes? Because, you know, your yeah. your shop, I've been there. It's stunning. Yeah, it's, our baby sister got her gown there yeah. and it is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And it just, it is, it's an amazing experience. And Mm -hmm. so you see the outside of it and it's just, it's perfect and it's beautiful and it looks like a dream. Sure. But what did it look like on your end, behind closed doors on your side? Well, first of all, when, so you guys have been in my new store, correct? Or were you in my new store? So it would have been two years ago. No, you were in my old location. Two and a half years ago. You were in my original location. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So you were in my original location. So, yeah, so you got to come see the new store. You're going to have to come visit me. Okay, definitely. Um, okay, so. We should have recorded this there. Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, that would have been awesome. So, behind the scenes, oh, I would probably say it depends on the day. Yeah, yeah. Um, in, in our first year, it was, it was just awesome. It was, it was seriously, it was kind of like living a dream because mm-hmm. people were responding so well. I mean, like our sales were, honestly, they were crazy. We were beating all of our projections. We wow. were like, we had so many brides in our first year. We did three different expansions within our space because wow. we needed the space. Wow. Um, and it was amazing. And then actually we got to the end of our first year and we weren't paying the bills. Mm-hmm. Like we were so far behind in Mm -hmm. so many things and I I broke because I was living on this high, honestly, Mm -hmm. I was living on this high that I, I wasn't taking the reality of what was actually happening. Yeah. Yeah. So I probably can't tell you what was behind the scenes because I wasn't fully admitting, I wasn't Mm. fully recognizing what was actually going on behind Mm. the scenes. I wanted to live in the like, everything's great, it's so wonderful, everything's fine, it's beautiful, oh my gosh, we have all these brides, like Mm. we're doing so much, and we were, and that was truth, Mm. but I wasn't actually taking a real look at what was really going on, Um, and it took until we were to the point of almost bankrupt, honestly. Wow fully blunt, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, fully real, that we were truly looking at it and it was either, it was bankruptcy or, you know, wow. and I, I can't even really finish the or right. because the or was like, or. Unknown. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, and that's where we were at. Wow. And that's whenever it was like, okay, I, 
I, I need to learn how to run a business. Like, mm. that's kind of what we realized. Like, I need to get my head out of the clouds, actually, maybe a little bit. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and I need to I need to learn how to get in this and actually mm-hmm. run a business. Um, and I also, there was a very real moment for me of, like, whenever my husband and I had to sit down and have that incredibly um, raw conversation yeah, about the yeah. reality of where we were at. Yeah. <laughs> did you find, did you realize it or did he, did he no, point I it out? No, I realized it. You realized it. Okay. It was me. And okay. so then it was a very humbling moment sure. yeah. because my husband is not the numbers guy. Okay. I'm the numbers person. Okay. Um, I'm the one who handles the finances. I'm the one that who handles that stuff. So it was me having to go to my husband to say, you really don't even have a clue where we're at and where we're at is here. Yeah. And it wasn't because I was trying to actively keep it from him. Right. It was not that. There wasn't a spirit of I was trying to keep it from him. There was truly just, I wasn't really willing to see that that's where we were at. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So that moment where I had to say like, this is where we are. And, and I'm the one who brought us here. Mm. Like this is on me. I brought us to this place. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had to make a decision in that. Mm-hmm. And it it just, my husband's a pastor. Mm-hmm. And we own a bridal business. Mm-hmm. And closing our doors was not an option. Mm-hmm. Like, I was not going to be that store that was on the news mm-hmm. that left brides without their wedding dress, mm-hmm. you yeah. know? Yeah. yeah months before their wedding or whatever the case may be. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. that was not going to be our story. Yeah. Like the the pastor's wife, the pastor, yeah. like add that yeah, layer can, to right. it. You can the see the headline. Story, right? yeah. You can see the headline, right? Yeah. Totally. You can see the headline. Yeah. That was not going to be our story. Yeah. Like that could not be our story. Yeah. So, so tell us your story. Out. What happened? Yeah. I mean, I dove, I dove into lots of things. I okay. dove into education. Okay. Um, I was in counseling. Mm-hmm. I took on another job. Mm-hmm. Um, I I dealt with a lot of things. Um, I I went through a lot of anger. There was a lot of steps in that process. Um, I went through a lot of anger, mm-hmm. and even in that, my husband didn't realize the full level of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so many sleepless nights. Mm-hmm. I deal with anxiety. I have an anxiety disorder anyway, and mm-hmm. so dealing with that, and it really had kind of turned into a lot of anger for me. Yeah. Um, so a lot of sleepless nights and very particularly one night I'd probably gone about three days without sleeping Mm -hmm. and I just remember I was literally sitting on the floor um sitting up hoping and praying that I would get so tired Mm -hmm. that I would just fall over Mm -hmm. to fall asleep because I couldn't lay in bed like Mm -hmm. I physically couldn't lay in bed my mind wouldn't shut off I just I couldn't um and I remember hitting that point and I would get so physically ill Mm -hmm. all the time Um, and I remember getting so angry one time because I couldn't pray. I couldn't read my Bible, like literally physically, like I would look at my Bible, I would stare at the words Mm -hmm. and I would think, I mean, this could, I could be reading a Greek Bible right now. Like I literally could read the same sentence over and over again. And it was like reading a foreign language and nothing, nothing, nothing. And then I would think all the time that there's something wrong with me. Like there's something wrong with me. I am not good enough. I am not worthy enough. I am not all of those things. Wow. Um, and then even, okay, so I had this honest moment with my husband about the business. I also had to have that honest moment with him about like, this is how bad 
I am wow. right now. Yeah. Like the business is actually starting to get better. Like yeah. I'm doing the education. I'm doing all of these things. Yeah. We're learning our numbers. Guys, I had a friend who came in and we like, she was taking stuff off the walls and she'd mm-hmm. be like, do you need this? No. Okay. I'm selling it. Wow. Like she stepped in with what a good me. Friend. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like yeah. could not have done this without mm-hmm. her. She stepped into the business side of life mm-hmm. with me, which wow. is what I needed. Wow. And she like literally, I mean, years later, I'd, she'd be like, she would ask for something. She'd be like, do you still have that thing? And I'm like, no, you probably sold it. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, I like, you, you probably sold it. It's gone. <laughs> like, yeah. Wow. So, which was great. Cause I needed that. Cause I needed, like, I wanted to hang on to things and the she grounding. was able to just come in and yeah. just be like, no, yeah. you got to create cash. You, you can't afford cash. this. No, yeah. exactly. Yeah. You got to create cash. Um, so that was amazing. But then on the personal side, that moment where I had to say like, I am not I am not okay. And then recognizing like there was such simple things that my husband would do for me then, like as I was getting sick in the bathroom, like simple phrases. Like he couldn't, mm-hmm. I couldn't handle him saying this big elaborate prayer over me, right. but like two words, you know, mm-hmm. over and over again. And that was it. Psalm 23 just became my, like mm-hmm. my lifeline was mm-hmm. Psalm 23. But even in that, it started out with only the first two verses. Mm-hmm. Like, and I would only focus on those. Mm -hmm. And then whenever I felt like I handled that and could handle that, then I would add another layer Mm -hmm. and I would add another layer. And like, that was enough. Mm. Like I had to like get myself out of this idea of like, I had to do all of these things. I had to be reading my Bible in these ways or this many times or spend this many Mm -hmm. minutes or no, if all I could handle were two verses a day. Yeah. And one song, music for me is really, really important in my life. So if all I could handle was two verses and one song that was just a chorus and all I could handle was just even a chorus said over and over and over again, that's all I could handle. And I'm only going to live in those things for this amount of time until I can add this layer and until I can add this layer and add this layer. It's really good. And that, that was how I got through. Like that's all I could handle. <laughs> so that's all I could mm-hmm. do. Yeah. Um, and, and things started to turn around. And so then mm. you meld those two things together, the business and the life and you meld them together. And I learned and I created mm. budgets and spreadsheets and I became such a numbers geek guys. I have turned into <laughs> a massive numbers geek. Mm. Um, so give me like a spreadsheet any day of the week and I'm like in heaven. In fact, my husband has given me a limit. 9:30 is whenever I have to be out of Excel. <laughs> I love it. Excel has to be turned You're off. You're done. Yes. By 9.30. That is hilarious. Um, because I was finding it, like, that was my cutoff. If I didn't turn off by 9.30, I, like, clicked into, like, a new level. Like, obsession. Of, yeah. 2 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still in Excel. Yeah. I don't even know it's 2 a.m. I don't Excel know. Junkie. Like, I'm super <laughs> junkie. Like, reports in Excel. I've oh, lived in them. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, I learned the numbers. I love the numbers. I like, I learned how every, it was a different kind of puzzle, right? Uh For me. Uh And so I dove into that puzzle, um, systems and processes and numbers and profitability and sustainability Mm. and all of these things. Um, and we turned it around. Wow. Mm. And we, and, and it's awesome. Mm. Wow. And it's such an amazing, profitable, sustainable business now that allows me freedom in mm. life and time and, and it provides an jobs thing. for other yeah, people. Totally. Yeah. I have an amazing staff that runs a store now. Mm. I couldn't do it without them. Mm. They run the day-to-day operations. Mm. I'm only there 
a day and a half a week, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm working from home. I have my home office now. Sure. That gets to be my home base rather than yeah. having to be in the store yeah. doing mm-hmm. my work, which mm-hmm. means I get so much more work done actually uh-huh. on the business if I'm not there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's wow. it's an amazing thing. I love I love that you're so honest about this because yeah. I think sometimes we look at something like your business mm-hmm. and we just see all the pretty and all the glamour and the outside, yeah. if you will. Mm-hmm. And like people, and I think you can do this with anything. Sure. You can do this with a podcast. You yeah. can do this with anything that's built, right? Mm-hmm. And you yeah. think, well, if only I could have that Absolutely. success. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we don't often realize what it has taken to get there. The hard sure. work, the self uh, reflection yeah. or work that has to happen <laughs> on, on you yeah. first. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, yeah. you, you said you you got edu- educated and mm-hmm. I mean, you went through counseling and yeah. all of these things. And yeah. so I'm, I think that's so good for anyone who has a dream or anyone who has an idea to just have that mindset first right. and foremost right. that, yeah, it is a beautiful thing and it's successful so and, it, and it has all these blessings mm-hmm. in your life now, but it also took all of this hard work mm-hmm. and almost destroyed you, Absolutely. it sounds like. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. And almost yeah. failed. Yes. Yeah. I mean, in some ways it did fail, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, obviously we were able to pull it out, pull but it was mm-hmm. failing uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. and we were able to pull it out. But yeah, that's the reality. Mm-hmm. The reality is, is that like, don't just because it's not working mm-hmm. doesn't mean that you stop or mm-hmm. that you failed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just means that there might be more to learn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, there might be a different way to do things. There might be a little something more to learn. Yeah. Like talking about that, like that vision of success. I hate the word success Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. it's, there's nothing tangible to the word success. You can't measure Mm -mm. success. Right. That's why like if you were like profitability, Mm -hmm. sustainability, like Mm -hmm. those are the words that I use because they're measurable. That's right. And success is different for everyone. Oh, totally. Mm -hmm. Totally. Um, whenever we were in the depths of despair, whenever it was really bad, there was an article that was published about me. I was in the front cover with this like full colored photo in the Woodford County Journal. Mm. And I remember them interviewing me and I was like, so in that, like putting on that, like everything's wonderful face. And I remember this article coming out and I just hated it Mm. because I mean, let's let's be honest. It wasn't, it wasn't truth. I mean, yeah. yes, we were helping all these brides and so many of the things right. in there were truth, right. but it wasn't truth the at the truth. same time. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. and I felt, I felt like a fraud, uh, honestly. I felt like such a fraud wow. on there. Um, but yeah, that's what it comes now that I'm on the other side, now that I can see how all of the pieces came together. Yeah. Oh, I want to share my story Yeah. yeah. because that's truth. And that is what is actually going to help someone. Absolutely. Not just by seeing the glamour oh. and... All of the beauty now. Because you feel so alone. Mm. Like if we aren't honest, if we aren't authentic about Mm -hmm. these things, Mm -hmm. the reality is, is everybody is dealing with these exact same feelings. That's right. It might just not be in owning a bridal store. That's right. You know? That's right. Yes. But they're dealing with these feelings Mm -hmm. in their own life. And Mm -hmm. so it's just that like very real, like, no, like Mm -hmm. I have been Mm -hmm. here. Yeah. Like if you're there too and whatever, it's still the same. Yes. And we've all been there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. you can and you will come out of mm-hmm. it. Yeah. So was this hard on your marriage at all? Happen to be so honest about your business and then more so your personal side sure. of it? Sure. I mean, it wasn't easy on my marriage. Mm-hmm. 
But again, remember how I said rocking awesome husband? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Rocking awesome husband. Yeah. Um, this could have gone so differently yeah. in my marriage. Mm-hmm. Like this could have gone yeah. so differently. Yeah. Could have destroyed um, it, couldn't it? Have? Oh, it won. This mm-hmm. is the things that destroy marriages. Yeah. I mean, yeah. what? Like money. It's like the yeah. number one thing, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, so this could have destroyed my marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, my husband and I and our story and what we've walked through already in mm-hmm. our life and other things that we've walked through in Mm. our years of marriage like we've already walked through hard stuff Mm -hmm. um relationship hard stuff Mm. other finance hard stuff of our time in Colorado and how Mm. we had to leave Colorado and job layoffs and all Mm. of that so like we'd already been through hard things yeah you pastor people (laughs) yeah yeah absolutely so it was kind of like this absolutely is hard, but we already knew that the only way we get through this stuff is if we bond together. Mm-hmm. Um, so whenever I was dealing with all my anger, I mean, I say that God protects me because part of me doesn't even remember some of the things that happened while mm-hmm. I was so angry. Um, my husband probably has no idea how bad I really was. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. Because guess what? That's in the past. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. God has freed me from that. Mm-hmm. God has freed me from that anger. God has freed me from that despair. Mm. And I don't really need to dredge it up. Yeah. I don't right. need to, you know, I don't need to live through it by bringing it all back up. Mm-hmm. I know that it was bad. Mm-hmm. And I know that God has freed me from mm-hmm. it. Yeah, that's all that matters. That's all that matters. Yeah. That's and my so husband good. and I are in a better place than we've ever been. Mm. 15 years wow. later, he's a stud. I just think he's awesome. <laughs> so we're good. Oh, I love that so much. Oh when you goodness. can hear someone speak of their marriage that way, doesn't it just make you so happy? Heidi? Yes. I think because yes. we hear the opposite so often. And mm-hmm. to hear that is just, sure. wow, I love yeah. it. Well, and our role is, you know, we're, we both are leaders in the local church as well. Sure. And so we have to deal with a lot of hard things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times it does revolve around marriage. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Broken relationships. Mm-hmm. Yes. And uh, it is so encouraging. Um, you know, it makes me excited for date night tonight to just remember totally. like, oh, man, night. I fell in love with you before we made these three absolutely. babies that right? take up all of our time. And date night's so important because you're like, oh, we're just husband and wife now. Uh-huh. That's right. Oh, you have a mom. name that's yeah. not daddy. Oh. Amazing. That's why, like, for us, yeah. we get away every single year. Yeah. It is a must. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You yeah. have to remember what it's like to just be husband and wife. It's so yeah. true. It's when true. I ask couples, we'll ask couples that we counsel or just people that we're hanging out with, you know, when's the last time you guys went on a trip? I can't even tell you how many people are like, oh, oh we haven't. I know. Yeah. Or yeah. it's been oh. seven years since we had our kids. And oh, I'm like, and you just want to be leave, like, no, no, no. Leave the Tonight. kids at home. Like, I'll Go. bring them here. Go. Like, yes. I don't even care. Like, yeah. I say, I'm like, bring them to my house. Yeah. Do it. Go. Do it. Yeah. It's away. so important. Now, let's be real. My husband drives me nuts sometimes. <laughs> I mean, that's a reality. You're living uh, with another human being. That's right. That's right. Like, yeah. totally. My yeah. kids drive me nuts that's sometimes. Right. Like, that's yeah. just reality. Yeah. Like, yeah. do not listen to this and be like, it's Shh. like all roses and exactly. unicorns and whatever yeah. in the Yoder house. Right. But, <laughs> totally. like, all yep. said and done, mm-hmm. yeah, it's the most amazing thing. Uh, we interviewed... We aired an interview with a precious woman a few weeks ago named Brittany who lost her husband at 25 years old. Mm-hmm. He died suddenly, left her with three babies. Yeah. And now a few years later, she's remarried mm-hmm. and they've got five little ones yeah. together. He lost his wife to death. Mm-hmm. And she said something that has stuck with me this the last couple of weeks. She said, you know, when you've walked through such tragedy, mm-hmm. losing the first love of your life, mm-hmm. you realize now in her second marriage with her second husband, mm-hmm. those little things that really would bug you yeah. mm-hmm. aren't that big of a deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it is like, wow, that is so true. Yeah. If, you, if you step back and go, 
man, if I had lost him yesterday, yeah. would today, you know, would I be that annoyed about right. the thing I'm annoyed about sure. today? You yeah. know, it's just so, yeah, convicting yeah. to think about. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So good. yeah. See, then in our house, we just learned that we like, we were very intentional. So like, I'm the one who leaves the clothes on the floor. Yeah. Oh, I'm that person. I'm so yeah. bad at it. Yeah. So we just learned, like, well, if we put the bed in this spot in the room and I leave the clothes on the floor, they're he in a spot you can't see them. <laughs> so it doesn't fuck him. <laughs> so, you I know, love it. I mean, those are the things you learn. You make it work. Right? Yeah. After 15 years, you figure out the hacks. <laughs> Like you just, yeah. you just beat the system mm-hmm. maybe a little bit. Like I can still leave my clothes on mm-hmm. the floor as yeah. long as the bed's here. Yeah. Then he can't see yeah. <laughs> I love, I've loved Lisa Bevere said this about her husband. She said the things that used to really annoy me about him, yeah. however many years later, like 30 years later or whatever it is that they've been married. She said, no, I just think they're cute. <laughs> I, was like, I don't know if I'm quite there I'm not, yet. I'm not there yet. I'm definitely not there yet. But I'm kind of hoping in 10 years I am, you know, I love it. like, yeah, it's yeah, so cute. It's so cute that you do that. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm working towards (laughs) it. Um, Okay, so I want to talk a little bit about your other business. Okay, that's fairly new, right? Okay. Um, You were telling me about that the other day, and I just I was so excited about this because I think it well, it's such an amazing thing to see someone live out their dream and have their dream, but then be able to spread it to other people. Mm -hmm. So tell us about that. Yeah. So in January, I launched Adore Your Business. Um, so I mean, extension of, and it Mm -hmm. totally, so adore bridal, adore. The reason why I named things adore is I found this definition for adore that changed adore kind of into a verb and Mm -hmm. it's to fall madly in love. Mm. Um, and, and I loved that because obviously whenever it has to do with wedding dresses, like obviously, you know, madly in love with your guy and that's all great, but I want you to fall madly in love with your dress too and your experience with Mm -hmm. us and all of that. Um, and so then with everything I walked through in business, it only became natural for doing a coaching consulting, which is what I was going to be doing. Um, I, you know, just through everything that I'd walked through, I'd been starting speaking engagements actually while I was pregnant with the twins was the first time that I went and did a speaking engagement to other bridal store owners. And through that just had some connect with me more and more and all kinds of things with that story. But adore your business just made sense because it's that falling madly in love mm-hmm. with your business. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I feel like that was so necessary. Um, so right now it's for bridal store owners kind mm-hmm. of specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, but who knows if it'll stay that way. Mm-hmm. I've had lots of interest from other women and retail mm-hmm. owners and stuff, but right now the, the teachings and the trainings are kind of specific to the bridal industry, mm-hmm. but it's really about honestly my story. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I just kind of realized as I was going through the education and I was meeting with other entrepreneurs and other business owners, this industry is really unique. Mm-hmm. And, and I would leave a lot of meetings sometimes frustrated because I'd be like, well, that doesn't work for my industry though. Like okay. we're, we're retail, but we're also service mm. and how we buy our inventory is very different and all this stuff. And I would leave almost kind of frustrated. But then I realized like, no, Janice, like their information is still valuable. It just needs to be translated. Yeah. Like, the core of that is still valuable, mm. but now you just have to take it and translate it to your industry. Mm, so good. So that's what I did. 
And so then it also became this, like, I'm seeing all these other bridal store owners struggle. Mm -hmm. Like, just walking through so many of the same struggles that I walked through. I mean, I've talked with store owners that have owned their stores for decades and have never taken a paycheck or have gone increasingly into more and more debt every Mm -hmm. year, whatever the case may be. And I'm like, I have all these tools. Like, they're just sitting here Mm -hmm. because I've developed them all. I mean, hello, I've been in Excel since, you know, until 2 a.m. (laughs) How many nights? Like, I have the tools. Um, They don't have to only be used for my store. So good. So I started... A program. I've mm-hmm. started giving them to other bridal store owners mm-hmm. through a program that I walk bridal store owners through. So, you know, um, walking them through this Adore Your Business program, getting them to see, like, you know, we, we talk about profitability and it feels a little like, oh, I don't want to, like, I don't want to talk about making a profit in my business, right? Yeah. It feels a little dirty. But yeah. That's how jobs are created. That's right. That's how community centers are built. That's how, mm-hmm. you know, nonprofits mm-hmm. are supported. Yeah. Like... That's it's, okay. That's it's okay. It's be okay profitable. to yeah. be profitable. It's okay to be profitable. You want to be profitable. Right. Um, that's how lives are changed. Yeah. So, like, we have an opportunity to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, my calling is not to a nonprofit. Actually, mm-hmm. that's what I have my degree in is nonprofits. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not what my calling mm-hmm. is to. Mm-hmm. I have this. I want it to be profitable. But you know, personally, I want it to be profitable for a reason. I want it to be profitable so that way it can have an impact on lives and on communities and all of that. Mm -hmm. But like, it's okay to take that step and run your own profitable business. That's what you're there to do. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, walking other bridal store owners through that, but giving them the hope of my story so much. I mean, I just tell people I'm an open book in it. So much authenticity. Um, we're getting ready to launch a program where bridal store owners can actually come and they can shadow me for a couple days and come spend a couple days and just open my doors and be like, it's not, I'm not just teaching you. I'm inviting you in. Here's the real I'm inviting you into my life. Come have dinner at my house. Like come see the crazy, you know, experience it. Yeah. So that's what it's about. And I, mm, I love it. Well, I love that you brought up profitability because I think sometimes, and I know, you know, you have a business, but you're Mm -hmm. also a follower of Jesus. And so sometimes I think as Christians, totally. we were like, well, we shouldn't make money on this. Right. We shouldn't, we shouldn't gain <laughs> from this. Right. But that was God's idea. Oh, yes. profitability started with God. It yeah. started with Him. And you know, you look at Proverbs thirty-one. You know that woman. I mean, she was out there starting businesses, yeah. buying and selling, providing yeah. for her family. Yeah. I mean, you just have to look at yeah. that one passage well, of scripture. Aquila and Priscilla. Hello, exactly. they were tent makers. Yes. Like they used their business to serve God. Yes. Like, yes. That's you right. know, and it wasn't, they didn't, they didn't have, like they were tent makers. It's uh-huh. not like their business was a ministry. Right. It's yeah. that they used That's their right. business to be able to serve That's God. That's right. That's so right. it's how you use yeah what you've been given and also yeah be profitable and yes I want to use those profits to help serve Uh but even just the fact the people the lives that you can pour into the fact that I can pour into my staff and I can be a light to them the fact that then they can be a light to these brides and I can pray with a mom here and there or I can you know whatever the case may Mm -hmm. be and then now the fact that I get that opportunity even more so to do that with bridal store owners I mean I really get to be like I mean I can only do so much in a retail setting right right? there's only so much I can do I have mm-hmm. you for you know a couple hours out yeah. of your life, mm-hmm. um, but for bridal store owners, the fact that I can say like, "Here is my life. Come join wow. me in my life" is just totally different. And oh my goodness! And isn't I it so it. exciting to be able to see people actually get to 
start to see their dream be fulfilled. Yes. Like if you've oh, got somebody who's had a bridal yes. store for decades and yes. all of a sudden they get, they start to be profitable. Oh, that's got to just. Whenever I get a message from one of my store owners that just tell me like, you know, I, last year it was like, it's only September and we've met our goal for the year yeah. kind of thing. Or like this year we're 30% over last year, mm, wow. you know, or we've paid down this debt. Mm. Um, incredible. One store owner that told me, you know, I, before I started working with you, I've actually been working with her for two years mm. just on a, you know, more just me and her kind of yeah. way. And it was like, she's like, I would have. I like I was getting ready to plan my going out of business sale. You know, I had another store owner tell me actually just recently whenever we started working together, she goes, yeah, I had my business on the market. I was trying to sell it. And I didn't know that. She goes, I didn't want to tell you that. Wow. Um, But yeah, and she's like, and it's making old things new. I love it. I love it. That's that's amazing. So much joy. So much joy. What a huge impact. And you you probably won't even know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, this side of heaven Absolutely, the impact yeah. you have not on just businesses care. but on know. people's yeah. lives yeah yeah it's huge doing what i'm doing because it's man, huge so inspiring it gives me so i feel like actually if i did know the impact it might like totally overwhelm uh-huh. me so like uh-huh. i'm good yeah i'm yeah. good I'll your anxiety go. would be yeah, like, yeah. Oh, it's too much too much pressure too much pressure <laughs> like i'm just gonna keep doing life one day at a time here i'll just be over here but totally oh, no it's such a i mean even like vacations you we were talking about getting away mm-hmm. with husbands oh, so many entrepreneurs i don't feel like this is just bridal store owners but like don't take a yeah like they, they they feel like they can't or they feel guilty or whatever mm-hmm. like somebody some even that and like people will tell me I took my first vacation in you know seven years mm-hmm. and I'm like yes wow. like, yes go you wow so good so, it's yeah. so good well we're getting close to yeah. needing to wrap up but I do want to talk to you about this really quick because I think it's something that a lot of us struggle with and it's this whole idea of juggling mm-hmm. you know because you're you're a busy mom. You've mm-hmm. said that, you know, your husband pastors a church. Yeah. We mm-hmm. know full well the <laughs> demands of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have these two businesses. Yeah. So how do you juggle that all? Oh, so I feel like a lesson that I had to learn um, very quickly was that I had a lot of people or a lot of things that I wanted to believe as truths that like I had to compartmentalize. Hmm. Like I had to be you know, fully this if I was here and I had to be fully this if I was here and I had to be fully this if I was there. Mm -hmm. And there is some, there's definitely truth to that, Mm -hmm. but I feel like what in, in that, I felt like it had to be like, well, but you have to be in your store from this time to this time and it could, and that's only okay, but your evenings only have to look like this or your weekends should only look like this. And that's, no, that's just not, unfortunately, mm-hmm. that's not how our life works. Mm-hmm. Um, even with my husband being a pastor, I mean, hello, he works on Sundays, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. mm-hmm. Saturday nights, he always, after the kids go to bed, he always goes and spends an hour just to go over his sermon that mm-hmm. one last time mm-hmm. and yeah. whatever. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. But it's really more about, we do try to give the fully, our full selves mm-hmm. to the things that we're at, mm-hmm. but they aren't necessarily nine to five. And then I'm here, here to here and mm-hmm. I'm here, but it's more like, okay, I'm at work today, but I know that I've also like this week has actually been crazy mm-hmm. at our house. And I've like, I did have a night where I worked till 1:30 AM just to try to get stuff done. Mm-hmm. But I did that. I worked till 1:30 mm-hmm. AM because the next day was my day off. Mm-hmm. And then that way on my day off, I could have my day off with yeah, your kids, with my four kids. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then another night where even just saying to my husband, like, I need two hours tonight. I'm yeah. sorry, but mm-hmm. I need two hours tonight. And he's like, that's okay. Cause yeah. as long as I tell him, mm-hmm. you know, as long as I communicate, communicate that <laughs> with him, yeah. I'm not, you know, then it's okay. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. I said like, can I please actually, I was like, 
I just need to go on a walk tonight. I actually need to just be alone tonight and go on a walk, but you I need alone time. That. I do. I need alone time. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Abram, for yeah. teaching me that. Um, <laughs> but I need to go on a walk. And I said, and I want to do that because then whenever I come home, you and I can just cuddle tonight because yeah. we have not done that yeah. this week. Yeah. Like, that's why I want to do that. He's like, that's good. Go on a walk. <laughs> yeah. Please. I got the kids. I'll put the toys in the bed. Go on a walk. I'll yeah. be here when you yeah. get home. Exactly. Knock yourself out. Um, but I think that's what it is. Even like, I- I've worked a lot and my husband and I were laying in bed last night and he's like, I think one of us should take Titus and Michaela to the movies. And so mm-hmm. like, I'm going to probably on Monday, like just take off in the middle of the day mm-hmm. and go take them to the movies. No, it's, it's, they're going to get that two hours mm-hmm. with me, Yeah, but they're going to get that two hours mm-hmm. with yeah. me. Mm-hmm. You know, and actually it's even more special because they're going to know mom left work in the middle of the day to come grab me and take me to the movies, which obviously not everyone can do that. That's a blessing that I have with being an entrepreneur and owning my businesses. I have that freedom now of time, Mm -hmm. but it just comes down to intentional. Mm -hmm. I feel like Mm -hmm. I try to be really, really intentional with my time Mm -hmm. um, and realize that what works for me and my family like, it doesn't have to fit a certain mold. Yeah, that's good. We're taught that a lot, right? Yeah, like, that's right. Mm-hmm. Your Saturday should look like this, or your mm-hmm. Sunday should look like this, or your whatever should look yeah. like this. And you're doing it the right way mm-hmm. if you're doing it that way. Yeah, yeah that's good. No, your that family comparison. has to have a right way. Yeah, yeah. that's good. Like, yeah. our way isn't going to work for someone else. In that's fact, right. some people look at our way and think we're crazy town, mm-hmm. and uh-huh. we probably are. But it works for, for us. you. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. right. That's My good. kids actually know Hamburger Helper. That's like the sign that someone's coming, like that mom and dad have a meeting that night and like a babysitter is coming over. Like <laughs> yeah. literally they see Hamburger Helper being made. Yeah. We always, a kid walks in the room and they go, who's coming over tonight? <laughs> I love it. Like that's their sign. In fact, that happened this week. My yeah. son walks up, he goes, who's coming over tonight? And it was actually just a night where my husband and I just were both insane. And so we were just making, like we were all home, but Hamburger Helper was what was for dinner yeah. that night. But my yeah. son did, he walks in, he's like, who's coming over tonight? What do yeah. you guys have? And we're yeah. like, yeah. no, we're just really tired, tired. tired tonight, but like, we're just <laughs> real tired. But that works. Uh, and even Abram, our three-year-old, he has started asking that question, like, who's coming over tonight? Mm-hmm. And we'll, like, on a night, we're like, well, no one's coming over. He'll actually start like, oh, but I wanted someone to come yeah. over. Yeah. And yeah. that is so reassuring to us yeah. as yeah. parents because – they're okay. Right. Our kids are okay with this schedule. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Our mm-hmm. kids are okay mm-hmm. with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as long as we're intentional about right. the time that we do give them, and yep. as long as we communicate with them, we've yeah. got a family vacation coming up, uh-huh. and even though we know the next couple weeks are going to be crazy, and mom and dad are going to have to work a lot. Right. We can communicate with them. Okay, these are the fun things we're going to do on vacation. We have all these extra activities, and we're going to fully unplug with you and be with you there. So communicating that to them. Well, and I love what I'm hearing you say is you give yourself grace. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love that you're not beating yourself up over serving hamburger helper Mm -hmm. or leaving your kids with a sitter again. You know what I mean? I love that you're Mm -hmm. laughing through it and going, hey, this is my life right now. (laughs) Yeah. This is reality. reality. Mm -hmm. This is me Mm -hmm. making it work. Right? Mm -hmm. I can't change it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I can't. And and I don't want to change it. And they're thriving in it. Mm -hmm. Would I change it if I saw my kids not thriving? Mm -hmm. That's wise. I absolutely would. That's good. So there's an awareness to it, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't mean you have to change everything just to be a certain way or be a way that you think you should be. Right. What other people have projected onto you. Absolutely. If your kids are okay Mm -hmm. and your marriage is okay, Mm -hmm. you're okay. That's good. That's really good. So good. So good. And so simple, but it's so good. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story. Thanks for having me, guys. So tell us again for all the brides out there who are just dreaming about their dress. 
What is, what's the name of your store and where is it at? Adore Bridal and Specialty. We are in Morton, adoreyourdress.com. Follow us on social media. Mm -hmm. We're everywhere. Instagram, Mm -hmm. Facebook, all of those fun things. So you'll love this story really quick. So our younger sister, Mm -hmm. we all went in and helped her find her dress. She's a lot younger than us. Mm -hmm. She's 25. So yeah, she, but she's not super sentimental. Mm -hmm. You know, she's kind of the girl that's like, "Ah, mom, I don't need that. You say that for my, as I was like, I don't need it. You know, and um, my mom, after she got married, mm-hmm. said to Holly, you know, Holly, this is such a gorgeous dress. I bet if you wanted to make money on it, you, you could, could sell, sell it, it yeah. and you can have the money. And yeah. Holly said, oh, Mom, this is something I actually want to hang on to. Yeah, I was like, yeah, Holly, yes. Holly wants to hang on to something? <laughs> so, you need to pull up a picture of her and see if she remembers I know, that dress. totally. I, I probably yeah. will. It's I a gorgeous it. dress, yeah. yeah. And it was oh. totally that moment of like, yeah. oh, my gosh, oh, that's this it. is that, it. This is the one. This is the one. Totally. Yeah, I'm really – I'm so bad with names, but I guarantee you if you showed me the dress, the dress. you'll remember the dress. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll exactly find it. Yeah. I'll yes. find yes. it. Yes. That'd be great. I would love to see. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing your story. Yeah, so fun to connect. My pleasure. Yeah. I, I'll, every girl dreams about her dress. and Yes. You know, I kind of, I don't want to get married again. I'm so happy with my marriage <laughs> and my husband. But I would kind of, you know, I got married when I was 21 mm-hmm. and like totally would pick a different dress. Loved my dress then, but I would totally get a different dress now. Well, I mean, Chris, if you're listening, which I know you are. No, I don't. No, no, no. <laughs> no. no, I don't. Okay, I don't so do then when Juliet comes along, you can go help her. There we go. Adore her. That'll dress. work. <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you so much for listening today. We're glad that you did. Um, if you've got any questions for Janice, please find her website. Reach out to her. I'm sure some potential brides or mamas of brides, mm-hmm. you be kind, mm-hmm. okay? Because you're representing the H&H Hour. Mm-hmm. Or if you own a business and you yeah, want to get some coaching. find out what her what all of our tips are. What an amazing resource. I love it. So thanks for tuning in and we'll chat with you next time.